Welcome to Two Pizza Marketing, a podcast for small team marketers. You might have heard of the two pizza rule, which says the most agile, effective teams are ones small enough to only need two pizzas for a team meeting. On this podcast, every episode will be a candid, relatable conversation with a small team marketer, someone who is creating success on a scrappy level, learning from failures, and trying to stay sane. Whether you're on a team of one or eight, or you're wanting to join a small marketing team, this show is for you. Hello, listeners. This is Ashley, your host of the week. I'm so, so excited because I have Rebecca Malloy with me today. She is a content strategist, but she is a full-time creator. I've used her services. We've gotten to build a relationship over the past several months, and she agreed to coming on the podcast to share all of her creator tips as she is active on Pinterest with 6,000 followers. And then she is on TikTok with 83,000 followers. That is pretty amazing, Rebecca. So what are your secrets? Tell us about you and your strategy. Let's just dive right in. Yes. Like you said, my name is Rebecca and I'm a marketing strategist and content creator on TikTok. And I've recently implemented Pinterest into my strategy and yeah, I wear a lot of hats, but I would say recently I mostly teach business owners and other creators how to their target audience on social media. And so, yeah, I'm here to show people like applying different techniques like search engine optimization, video structuring and content strategy can help boost anyone's brand. So, yeah. Ah, it's so interesting to me because it's all about personal branding. And then for our target audience, we have a lot of B2B listeners. She is a one woman team as a marketer. So that is why she is on here because she has so many marketing tips for you and your brand. So with that, let's talk, let's kind of divide this episode up into personal branding and then we'll get to the brand side of things. And so getting started as a creator yourself, Let's discuss how you went from zero to maybe like 5,000 followers. What, what tips would you recommend to someone that's trying to get started with personal branding? Yeah, so I was using TikTok for a while, not posting, just like scrolling like everyone else on the For You page. And I saw people talking about how they're using content creation as a side hustle. Like you can pitch to brands to create content for them and they'll pay you and send you their product and you can make videos and get paid for it. And I was like, wow, I feel like I would be good at that because I love taking photos and videos. I already had started my own like little small jewelry business and I was doing photography, video marketing. So I kind of had the hang of doing the content aspect. And so I feel like all I needed to do was learn how to pitch to brands. So then I started pitching brands just to start building a relationship with them because I wanted to get more into content creation and partnerships. I got really good at crafting an email script to send to brands. And I started posting about that. I started telling people they can use this script to reach out to brands and start working with them just like I did. So I kind of fell into the niche of like creator tips, but also like content creation. So that, I feel like that's how my niche developed really is by posting about both things. And people were really interested on learning how to work with brands. So that kind of started like picking up. And then um, months into content creation on TikTok, I started adding Pinterest into my strategy. And I was basically repurposing my videos from TikTok 
and you know, just adding my video that I posted once a day, I figured why not expand my platform onto multiple social media platforms and have my followers bounce around from um, Pinterest and TikTok. So I started optimizing my Pinterest profile, learning how to do that with keywords and figuring out how people can perform well on Pinterest. And I really dove into that. And so I got really good at how to optimize my profile and use keywords in all of my posts to get engagement on all my pins on Pinterest. And so I started posting about that on TikTok. Like I started posting about each platform on each platform. (laughs) And (laughs) I started posting about the creator fund on TikTok. And I literally went from like 100 followers to 83,000 followers on TikTok because I was telling people about Pinterest. And I had 300-ish followers on Pinterest just from posting every day. And um, doing that. But then I went from 300 followers on Pinterest, 6,000 from the TikTok videos. So what's key to growing your overall audience is having them bounce around from each platform and adding go follow me on the other platform to get them to go over there too. Oh, I just know that it's music to content marketers ears because you're repurposing your content and posting it on other channels. And I just wish we could take the same principles and apply it to our website, because if we could optimize that and grow with organic visitors to our website, like you grew your LinkedIn and Pinterest uh, following, that would just be amazing. So maybe one day we'll get there, but that props to you. And I can say, listeners, I've already started to take a lot of her tips for my personal branding, and I've applied it to TikTok and Pinterest, and I'm just reposting, and it's saving me so much more time because I'm not having to create new content for each platform. So I think that is amazing advice right there. Yeah, and definitely like um, I don't do any advertising. I don't really know how to do paid marketing. It's all organic marketing. And that's like another huge thing is like how many followers and how much of an audience you can gain just from doing high quality organic marketing. (laughs) Yes, yeah. And I think the beauty also is video because I remember you giving me the tip that authenticity needs to be shown. And so just showing your real self your video is another way uh, that totally fine the creator life never stops with family (laughs) but no with video um you were talking about how you need to let your personality show because that's another way that you've noticed your engagement gets higher yeah yeah the I found that the highest ticket clients and the fastest way to grow an audience is to authentically show yourself your face your personality in video format because people that's like the quickest way to connect with people one-on-one is showing your personality like that's what people crave is like connection on social media but especially tiktok and pinterest so it's definitely like you can grow your brand without showing your face for sure but like I would definitely say like maybe even having like a dedicated influencer or content creator for your brand and posting like with your face in a video and talking about your brand that way. Like that's a great way to grow your audience too. Beautiful advice. So to wrap up the first part of my question, for anyone that is wanting to get started with personal branding, even from a brand standpoint, getting someone um, on camera would be, as I think in the content marketing, I put my content marketing hat on. I love working in bullet points. So Let's say the very first one would just get on camera, get a person on camera, show your real self, be authentic. Number two would be to optimize your profiles. 
Number three would then be to repurpose content across channels. And then number four, is there anything you would add there? And then I guess like the last part of that whole like flow is like working with brands, like getting into or like connecting with other people, whether that be like brands connecting with influencers or influencers working with brands, like doing those collaborations and getting their followers and your followers to like cross paths is like also huge to growing on social media um, mm -hmm. and having creators and influencers give you organic marketing that way. Thinking like when you're focusing on organic marketing, the key is to stay like consistent because you're not necessarily going to see immediate results like return on investment. For example, you're not going to see it in like a week of posting content. Like you're going to see the return after like three months of consistently posting like funny, engaging content mm -hmm. that relates to your audience. It's mm -hmm. like more of a consistent, you're not immediately making money from it. So with product-based brands and businesses on Pinterest, they can optimize their Pinterest to also be posting rich pins, which is like pins that are automatically created using like AI on Pinterest. They like take products from your website and create product pins on Pinterest and it like automatically links to the product to purchase the product. So when you optimize your profile, that's something you also set up as like rich pins and um, people can directly buy your products that way without you even posting like a video, for example. Mm -hmm. um, so even setting up that kind of content, but yeah, also having like content creators posting educational, valuable, savable tips about the brand. Love that. Okay, so then going to part two of my question. For those that are stagnant with their engagement right now, so maybe they've been growing a personal brand for six months to a year, what would you recommend that they do? Well, clearly they got to change something up. There's something that's not working. <laughs> um, and that it even might just be a slight little change in, say, their keywords or niching down just a tiny bit, like just switching something up and just everything is trial and error with social media. So even if it, even if something doesn't perform well on one platform, it might perform really well on another platform. Like um, with my TikTok videos, I found it might get like 2000 views on TikTok, but it'll get like 50,000 on Pinterest. So I would say that as a brand or a content creator, you need to figure out where your target audience is going to be. So that might be on Pinterest, on TikTok, on Instagram, on LinkedIn. And so you just need to figure out where they are and you have to target your content in front of them directly. And the way that you do that is with keywords and you implement this keyword optimization on the platform. You figure out what kind of content are, is your target audience looking for and what do they want to see? What are they searching on Pinterest? And you literally take those words that they're searching for and plug them into your post descriptions, into your profile, into your boards, everything. And the algorithm will accurately categorize you once you're using those keywords everywhere in your platforms and in your content. And I guess I could also, a huge thing I notice, like people posting almost like doing it incorrectly in terms of like posting a pin on Pinterest. Like they're only using like five keywords in their description when there's space for 200, 2000 characters on there. So you should be filling up that whole description with keywords and taking advantage of that space that the platform is giving you to add in the description about your content and about your profile. So mm -hmm. if you are 
for instance, like me, a content strategist, I'm going to be adding keywords like Instagram strategy, social media strategy, business growth tips, female entrepreneurs, women working with women. Like I'm adding all those keywords because that's all about my brand and like where I want my content to be in front of. So you have to almost like figure out exactly what your niche is and then generalize it even more. Especially I think with brands or even creators, recognizing that TikTok and Pinterest, their search engines is incredible. Right. So for those that like are posting on LinkedIn and I'll go into a quick little anecdote, I was posting on LinkedIn and my engagement would grow and it's still steadily growing. But for me, I was like, I want, I want to grow a little bit quicker and I don't know why I can't, can't figure out the algorithm. So then that, at that point, that's when I switched. Well, when I recognized that my target audience for what I wanted to do long-term would be Gen Z's. And I knew that they were on TikTok. So I was like, I, I have to pivot here when I got to recognize that. And it's hard to get onto TikTok because you can't just have a post. You've got to post post yourself and create a video. Um, and so once I recognized that it's a search engine and that people and that you can use keywords, I instantly noticed that my engagement went up a little bit quicker than what it was doing on LinkedIn. And I'm still evaluating it as, as I um, keep trying to grow my personal brand. But it is so interesting how one video can perform so well when another one doesn't and it has a lot to do with optimization so and which i know that our listeners know a lot about um i think the challenge i personally faced was figuring out pinterest and tiktok and how to do that effectively and i remember you giving me the great advice that for the hashtags that you use you have to be so strategic and maybe you can dive into this but you said not to use the most um hashtags that receive the most views yeah. So um, when you type in a hashtag to add into your caption on TikTok, <clears throat> it'll show you how many views each hashtag has. So say, for instance, if you type in the hashtag for you page, it has billions of views and there's so much content that has the hashtag for you page. But if you are going to add the hashtag, if you're posting about um, Pinterest marketing, for example, and you use the hashtag Pinterest marketing for businesses, and that hashtag only has like 800,000 views on it, your content, you want to add hashtags with under a million views because you want your content to show up on that hashtag. So basically using hashtags on your content that one have to do with your content in your profile, but two have less than a million views. I would say choosing five hashtags for every video that have like 100,000 to a million views, like cap it there and using like five hashtags in that view range and you'll perform at the top of those hashtags over time the more you use them so yeah it's a matter of finding the keywords that your audience is typing in and then adding that into your hashtags i love that so going back to the second part of this question where i was asking you for those that may be stagnant even brands with uh their engagement across all of their social channels did you ever personally struggle with that? And is there like any type of tangible tip or hack that you would recommend to brands or creators? Yeah, I guess it's keeping up to date with the algorithms for sure and seeing like what they're changing about the engagement and how videos are performing on there. For example, you're going to want to see what your content is about and find like 10 different descriptive keywords about your content, your niche. 
your account, anything, and search them in the literal search bar because TikTok and Pinterest are search engines and look at the top like 10 or 15 posts that are at the top of that search for that keyword because clearly those posts are doing well for a reason and they either structured their video correctly, used the right keywords, used the right caption. Look at the exact structure of what they did and try to replicate that and do trial and error on your profile. Try out different video structures and different even like text on the screen techniques and see what works well because for every niche it's going to be a little bit different like what's going to perform best in that niche but just search the keywords in the search bar and figure out what's performing well in your own keywords and then replicate what's doing well for your own brand and it's crazy because once you do this i feel like your videos finally get categorized in front of the right people once you're replicating what's already doing well in your niche it's just going to go right to that target audience. It just seems so simple, but it is that simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what I love about it is that we have you here as like a success story to tell us that it is this simple and that we can do it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love that. So just kind of wrapping up, you would say for anyone that's stagnant with their personal brand or with their brand's engagement across socials would be target audience. You got to be on the right channels. Uh, you might have to pivot and you got to recognize that pivot. If you um, are low on engagement, keyword research, finding your niche. And then um, honestly, it comes down to a competitor analysis, seeing what those creators are doing alongside you um, and even lifting them up. You can duet them on TikTok. Uh, so there's so many different little things you can do there. And then lastly, it's just testing which I know marketers love to hear that as well, but it's really just putting it out there and seeing what works and what doesn't, and then moving on from there. Yep. Okay, so I imagine as a creator, a full-time creator, and she's about to turn 24 years old, that you are wearing so many hats and you are just trying to figure it all out at once. So very relevant to a two-pizza marketer that you're a marketer, you're a creator, you're PRing yourself, I like to say. Um, and you're consulting, you're doing so many things. So I guess like what, with all this messiness, have you found a repetitive rhythm to your day yet? Or, um, any, any advice to those that want to be a creator or a solopreneur, but they have a fear of just having to wear so many hats. Would you give me any advice there? I would say get really good at time management and setting boundaries with work. I feel like that can be really hard as a solopreneur. You just want to work all the time and get so many things done. But set boundaries with work, just like anyone else having a normal job. Um, I only let people book meetings with me on certain days of the weeks. I only email people certain days of the weeks. Like just setting those boundaries with yourself, with your work, and trying to create at least a little bit of a structure for yourself. It helps you kind of manage all the craziness. Thank you so, so much for being here. We're going to wrap it up by you giving a little outro to your services and where they can find you. Yes. Um, I consult with both brands and creators one-on-one. -on -one. If you want to meet with me, I can literally walk you through how to optimize your Pinterest, your post, post on TikTok, optimize your profiles there. Um, and I can help you develop a whole content strategy if you want to meet with me. So check those out. <laughs> well thank you again for being here Rebecca yes all right listeners thank you for tuning in
Hey, Two Pizza Marketer. Thanks for joining us today. If you have any questions or topics to suggest, we are always happy to hear from you. So send us an email at two, that's the number two, pizzamarketers at gmail.com or find us on Linktree at Two Pizza Marketing. Until next time, keep having fun and try to stay sane in the marvelous mess that is Two Pizza Marketing.